All right, here we are. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Aria Tosca community. Uh, we have with us today uh, Arthur, um, and I can't pronounce your last name ever. Arthur Brezen. Brezen. A... <laughs> <laughs> um, and tell us about who you are and what you do. Sure. So uh, I'm Arthur Brezen. I'm with uh, Cloudify. Uh, the uh, good old uh, uh, friendly orchestration platform that you probably guys know of. And I was one of the uh, guys involved in, in co-founding and starting of the ARIA project. So, but, so this, this episode will be focusing on, 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 on the, the, the inception of ARIA. And then this is where we... The historical beginnings of ARIA. So why, why did you guys um, start ARIA? I just joined the project a couple months ago, so I don't have a lot of insight into the, the background and the history. Sure, so, so there are several things that we were trying to solve, and, and obviously, you know, Cloudup has been around for, for quite some time. I think that since 2014, uh, as, as, as a standalone product, 2015, it was open sourced and, and ported into, into, into uh, Python. And, but you know, exactly. it wasn't Python originally. So originally, yeah, it was a, it was a Java-based freighted product, and the modeling was was based on Ruby. So it was like a whole another beast back in the day. But then again, you know, the whole Cloudify team realized is what what the team was realizing is that we have to have some sort of a language, and it would not be something that is proprietary, rather something that is accepted in the industry. And these are days where, where uh, Oasis uh, shifted gears with, with Tosca and moved from, from the XML-based and YAML-based uh, Tosca DSL, which was you know, very warmly accepted in the community uh, for an appreciation language where you know, decided that, that Cloudify should, should basically follow, follow that DSL. But you know, having that in mind, that the, the, the DSL itself for YAML was just starting, it was just the initial days of, 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 of Tosca. So, you know, obviously we build a, we're building a product that would run in production in, 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 in you know, production real world environments. So again, we didn't have the luxury of waiting for Oasis to finalize the spec itself, right? So we had to develop things that actually work, worked in, in, in production environments. And, and specs are made better by real implementation. Yes. All the time, right? yes. yes. So that was that was part of it. Hence, you know, what we ended up with is a little divergence of, of what you know of, of how the codified DSL looks like, uh, which was a slightly opinionated version of the Tosca uh, YAML DSL, right? So we had this realization. What we wanted to do is, you know, just to implement and have Tosca fully supported, uh, fully compatible with the spec within Cloudify. Right. So the first thing to do is, you know, look around and see, you know, what other projects are there, open source projects you can just reuse as part of Cloudify, right? This would be sort of the quickest path for us and Cloudify to support Tosca. So we realized that, you know, there are several approaches and several open source projects that, that did uh, several uh, portions of implementation of Tosca, but we realized that, you know, there was a major gap in terms of actual use in real world Cases, right? So you have which something ones? like which. So, for example, you want to orchestrate a certain use case. Oh, I mean, like which products were we, were we right? On? So back in the day, I think you know, Tacker was one of the tools that exists out there, which has the Tosca parser as part of it. You Tom probably are very much uh, familiar <laughs> with that. For, for our audience in the in the podcast land, so 
uh, Tacker is part of the OpenStack. OpenStack. Exactly. So yep. Tacker lives in the OpenStack community, and being developed is part of the OpenStack community. Now you know. It's also Python. It's also Python. It's so it's Python the same orchestrator. Exactly. Yep. exactly. So you have the yep. same the same development languages, development environments. Now, mm -hmm. one of the things that we've experienced with Cloudify was that Cloudify is not a product, or you know, the problems that we're solving for customers are not just related to a certain platform. It is almost always the case where they have multi-cloud, multi-platform, multi-technology environments. So they had OpenStack, maybe they were migrating from VMware to OpenStack, maybe they were you know, looking into Azure. So, you know, we kind of felt that, you know, a certain technology is, is, is not the right way to approach it, to approach this, this problem. Plus, you know, Tosca from, 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 the, from, the, from the DSL's inception was about multi-cloud. Right, it's all about cloud being 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 cloud agnostic. So you describe a certain workload, and you have this DSL, this rigid DSL to describe real world workloads, but they shouldn't be opinionated to a very particular, to a particular technology. Exactly, like Tacker was OpenStack, etc. Exactly. Yep. Also, Tacker, from you know what I looked at it, it's it, it is a parser, a Tosca parser, but it's not a complete orchestrator. It works with heat templates, and it's really it's very bound to right. OpenStack. Right, it uses other parts of OpenStack yeah, for, for the exactly. actual orchestration, whereas we wanted something standalone. Well, it's not just we. I think I think the industry, the industry clients yeah. wanted something that would be really open. So, Tucker could have been a good start, but I guess uh, uh, it was very opinionated towards OpenStack, towards converting uh, the, uh, the the Tosca uh, packages, the Caesar files, into Heat, which is essentially be bounding yourself only to OpenStack, which you know obviously not match what we saw needed by our customers, right? Yeah, exactly. So you know, going there again, going back to the original question, you know, so obviously we didn't find any specific solutions that would need match our needs, but also we wanted, you know, if we are if we are to make a decision to develop, you know, fully compliant piece of software to the spec. It's not something that only we need for Cloudify. We saw that something that, that basically the whole orchestration community needed, right? Yeah. Well, the and industry needed exactly. a, a full, you know, parser. A full, so minimum. not only the parser, but to make it so that the main point is to enable users to create a package, and yeah. that package would work with any orchestration platform, right? Yep. So to be able to parse the language is, is one part of it. And, and, and the second part is to make sure that it actually runs yep. the same so way does in multiple products. Yep. Right? So hence, we started the Project ARIA uh, to be a standalone project on its own to pr provide this framework, this orchestration framework for orchestrators to just consume, right? So we had this need. We looked around to, to fulfill the need and realized that, hey, there's a gap that we can just you know help the whole, help the whole community, but also help ourselves quantify and to fulfill and implement that part. And building it as a community would make it better anyway. I yeah. mean, that's usual. Sorry. We want to say, but we didn't really start from scratch. I mean, ARIA had a lot of seed code that, and we should say, like, the Cloudify project wasn't just uh, when we decided to go with Python and be open source, we also chose the Apache license. So it was a very natural, I think, shift to like donate code from the Cloudify project, which was already open source, to become seed code in ARIA. So ARIA started with actually pretty mature code already there. Um, 
Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, definitely yes. Yeah. So like we took all the experience that we've learned working with customers for Cloudify, and you know we we, we wanted to have that experience shared with everyone in the area platform. So like the, the, the notions that, that we implemented as part of Cloudify that, that we saw that actually worked for Cloudify, we wanted to keep them, right? And that's important. I mean, there's a lot of people doing that now. That, you know, Google, Facebook, et cetera, they, they often sort of incubate things internally, which means they run them through production and, you know, that fleshes out a lot of bugs and, and so on. And so now you're releasing something that more or less works that then can be refined by the community. Exactly. And that's that's really a good thing. We've seen other open source projects that kind of start from scratch and they wander around in the woods before they find the path to, to where they want to go. So yeah, that's, a, that's really it's beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that since the project started, you know, and I was there pretty much from the start as well, the start of the development, at least not the inception. And uh, uh, yeah, we did start with seed code that was donated by Cloudify. Uh, but at, at this point, we've, we've matured far beyond that. I mean, the, the C code was just the start. We kind of had a ramp up of development, and right now we're, you know, we have multiple pull requests per week, and um, things have already uh, moved very, very far ahead from that initial start. So that initial start was very good. And, and we're uh, getting code now from out, outside, many outside sources, absolutely. Now, yeah. which is so part of the, the deal here. Yeah. yeah, so if you look at the code right now, you would not really be able to recognize maybe here and there are little hints that this used to be, be part of Cloudify, but it's really its own beast at this point. Yeah. Fantastic. That's what we want. Yeah. And actually, I should, I should also say we're recording this podcast right now where it all started. Where it all started. Um, yes, yeah, so those of us watching us on video right now, we're sitting at the uh, uh, Cloudify offices in Herzliya in Israel. In Israel. Well, across yeah. the street from the other, the, the, the <laughs> right. original offices. Recently, Cloudify <laughs> moved to a new office just a few days ago. But, um, but yeah, this is where it was being developed for a very long time. Um, that's also a nice place to remember that really at this point, it's a very international project. Like all three of us sitting here live in uh, different cities, completely different, different continents. Right. Yeah. And this is just us. And uh, the other people involved in the project are really scattered across the globe. Yeah. So open source. source. That's open the whole source, point. Yeah. Open source and open governance. I mean, this and is what the Apache Software Foundation is about. Uh, we do everything we can to ensure that um, you know no time zone or city or or company is is even um, you know has any priority here. Uh, so we we do believe in the Apache way. And, yeah, it, uh, it does result in a better better product at the end. Yeah, right? we're so already seeing. We're that. already seeing that now. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking some time with us today, Arthur. And sure thing, I'm sure you'll be man. back on here soon. Sure thing. And you guys on the video, hop onto the community, you know, go to the mailing lists, read mails, you know, reply to mails, ask questions, you know, we're all friendly here. Cool. Yeah. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.